Let's make today the day you start the business that will change your life. You'll learn how at Income School. Income School is about taking your income into your own hands by creating a website that people will love, building a following, and earning a living online. And now your host, Jim Harmer. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Income School podcast. We are glad to be back after a hiatus that lasted much, much, much too long. But now we are here and we are ready with a solid foundation to continue in 2015 with weekly podcasts. We have a ton of new information coming out you. And we've, I, we've done a lot of really cool things in our businesses recently that we're excited to share about. And that we that I'm talking about is an actual we because I am joined by my very good friend of many, many years, Ricky Kessler. Welcome to the show, Ricky. Thanks, Jim. I'm really excited to be here. Well, last year I was, I got spotty on the podcast. I, I wasn't producing consistently, but I really believe in what income school is doing and, and has done, uh, for some people that have already started their sites and are seeing success from it. And I didn't want that to die out. So at the end of last year, since I was too busy with other businesses, I talked to Ricky and I said, Hey, you're the perfect person for this. Ricky's finishing up his MBA program. He's done on entrepreneurial ventures before, real like actual people entrepreneur entrepreneurial ventures, and now is taking his business online. Uh, he's just got a lot of great business experience and, and and investing. And so I talked to my good friend Ricky, and I said, "Hey, I don't want Income School to die, but I can't do it myself." And so we've teamed up, and now we are have a great foundation to produce weekly podcasts for you. And Ricky's been writing a ton of information on the website for you guys to check out. So I've introduced you a little bit, Ricky, but uh, today what we want to talk about is a niche site that you've been working on in the, in the health industry. And so we're going to talk a little bit about, about your idea, where it came from, and then we're going to dive into the exact steps that you've taken to set up your site to where it is now and where it's going for the rest of the year. And the reason that we want to present this content, content to you is because we're giving you a recipe to make money easily and quickly, relatively quickly online. A lot of what we talk about on this podcast is authority sites. It's a multi-year venture, a lot of time to build up a big audience and then sell things to them. This is a much quicker, easier win for people who are busy, who have other jobs, who are professionals, etc. And that's your situation. You know, Ricky, you, you have a success, successful career as a chemical engineer and finishing up your MBA program too. And you're ready to take this, uh, this uh, side business to earn a little extra passive income. So tell me all about it. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, I'll give you a little bit of background about where this came from. Um, the, the people listening to the podcast here can't see me, but if they could, they would notice that I'm uh, not in peak physical condition. <laughs> <laughs> and I, for most of my life, haven't been. Uh, but really since high school, um, you know, my weight's bounced up and down like a lot of people. And, uh, you know, the, the, the peaks seem to get higher and higher over time. And, and that's, that's good. Kind of You're scared. trending upwards. That's a nice. <laughs> that's what entrepreneurs like to see. Exactly. Upward <laughs> trends. They love to see that when it's revenues or especially when it's, you know, profits, uh, earnings, you know, but um, when it comes to your weight, it's it's actually not a very good trend. And it's, <laughs> it's and uncomfortable I only to laugh see. because I, I know exactly where you've, where you are and where you've been. I, I, me too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Anyway, so a couple of years ago, I kind of hit a high point and I hit a weight that 
kind of scared me and decided that I never wanted to be there again. And I started dieting quite a bit and I started working really hard to lose weight. And I did. I lost about 40 pounds over the next several months. Um, later on, you know, uh, about a year and a half ago, I started getting into running, something I never thought I would ever do. Um, <laughs> just not something that comes naturally to me. And I, you know, I, w I got really motivated by first my sister. She had taken up running and gotten herself really healthy and got to the point where she was running a half marathon every month. And she just always keeps herself. She said she calls it uh, being half ready. So constantly ready for a half marathon. That's what that means. So I um, got really motivated by her. And then so I started running, right? Started, well, mostly jogging, walking fast, you know, whatever um, for a little while and thought, yeah, well, eventually someday I'm going to run a marathon. It was always on my bucket list, even though I never wanted to run. Uh, it was on my bucket list. And then I saw this Facebook post one day and it was Jim Harmer. Jim Harmer had run a marathon. And I was like, really? If Jim can do it, then surely it can't be that bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know me and you're like, that, that guy is a klutz. If he <laughs> run a marathon, <laughs> and I am a little bit of a klutz. Uh, and it, it's tough to do. It, it's a lot of work, but but uh, it's, uh, you know, it definitely gets you healthier. Yeah, I mean, it's it's surely not something you do overnight. In fact, I spent the next probably six months training and working up um, to a half marathon, which I ran last April. And, you know, eventually I intend to do the full marathon. But, you know, I had doctors telling me that I was still too heavy. That's still too much to put on my knees. Really, the half marathon was probably pushing it just for my joints, not for for any other reason. Um, and that, and so I decided, you know, I, I'll, I'll put off the full marathon until I lose a little more weight, uh, get to, you know, the right level so that I'm not, you know, causing permanent damage on my joints. And, uh, and so after that half marathon, I kind of took a little break and, uh, over the next probably six months, well, the next eight months last this last December, you know, just, just a little over a month ago, I, I weighed myself one day, I was noticing all my clothes were tight. It was weird. And, um, I weighed myself one day and there I was three pounds away from that maximum weight where I was at two years ago. So two years later, I'm right back where I started. And really this is a trend that I think a lot of people see. They, they find success in the short term, you know, uh, just about any diet you try can work. I mean, you'll lose some weight if you just, you know, restrict your calories or, or change the way you eat or exercise a little more, you'll, you'll lose some weight and, um, you can lose a lot of weight, but, Staying motivated to lose all the weight that you need to lose and staying motivated to keep it off, that's, I think, where where the big struggle is today. And my wife came to me one day, uh, I guess it was just end of December, maybe it was January 1st. She came to me and said, I have an idea. You know, we she and I talk all the time about motivation and why people do what they do. It's, it's kind of a topic that comes up in business school and um you know, incentivizing people to do things. I mean, that's what economics is all based on. It's people do the things that they feel motivated to do. Mm -hmm. And, and so she came to me and said, look, we just need to help you stay motivated. And I don't know. I mean, this just came to her. She just had this great idea for how to keep me motivated constantly. And by you're setting... going to leave us on a cliffhanger like that. So we'll go to your website, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's not even it's not even a complicated plan. And you know what? 
you know what? The plan is free. That's something I really learned from you, Jim, was, you know, take the content that's going to really benefit people, come up with something really good and then make it free, mm-hmm. you know, because it's great information. And honestly, I really want to help people to be motivated to, if, if they want to lose weight, I want people to stay motivated to do that. Now, that's not to say that I won't monetize my site and that's not to say that I won't you know, make, make some money off of it. And in fact, I'd like to make a pretty good amount of money off of it. That's I'm a business person, but if I can, if I can help people along the way and, and provide them with great information, then, you know, that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So, so the website is motivateyourweightloss.com. Okay. Uh, so how did you, how'd you pick the domain name? Like, yeah, yeah. You must have tried a lot because the I know in some areas it's easy to find a domain name. Like I was, I started a niche site that I talked about on the podcast at pontoonguide.com to talk about the pontoon boat that I bought that I love, and right. I wanted to start our website on that, and it was a piece of cake to get to to get that to that domain name. Like you can pretty much get, pick anything you want if it has the word pontoon in it. It's probably available. There just aren't <laughs> a lot of websites about that. Weight loss, on the other hand, yeah, is yeah. not exactly an easy place to find a domain. And if you haven't searched before for a domain, whatever idea you have for what your sites can be called, forget it. It's taken, I promise. Uh, so, That's so, true. So the domain you got, I mean, it's long, but it's pretty good. So so what what process did you go through to find it? Yeah, so, you know, when, when I decided to make a website, um, which this came just a couple days after I started the program for myself, Uh, or, you know, I started in this plan, it occurred to me that I needed to share this with other people. And I thought, first I thought, yeah, I'm going to write a book about this. And then I thought, why don't I make a blog about this and just share it, give it away to people. And you know what, then once I found some success, then I'll write a book, I'll write an ebook and we'll, we'll sell it on the, on the website. We'll sell it on, you know, all over the internet, wherever, wherever we can sell books. Okay. Um, So I I have a question for you about that, that I think uh, probably a lot of people are asking and I'm not, I'm not asking it facetiously. I think I know what, what your answer is going to be, but, uh, but I think it's an important point to bring out. Do you feel hypocritical writing, writing the website, writing the book now when you haven't accomplished your goal? Do you feel like you're a little bit of a charlatan? You know, I would have felt that way if I, if I hadn't listened to the other income school podcasts, to be completely honest, because, because, uh, you know, your experience with improved photography, it gave me a different perspective on that. Yeah. I feel like a little bit of a charlatan sort of, because it hasn't actually been successful for me yet. I'm really confident that it will be. This is something unlike anything else I've ever done. Um, and it's just going to motivate the heck out of me. So it's going to work for me. I'm confident in that. Um, but the reason I don't feel like a charlatan is because I can write about it and I can help people when I'm at the same place where they are. People can relate to me today. The people that will read the blog will be able to relate to me today and they can go through it with me and they can be successful with me. Yeah. And so, so that's so, yeah, so you're sharing what you're doing as you're doing it and you're honest Absolutely. about where you are. If you yep. wrote on your website that, hey, I'm a pencil thin hundred pounder, um, you know, it, it, that's just a lie. It's not right to do that, to deceive people. That's not right. what you're doing. 
You're telling nope. people that, hey, I'm learning this. Come learn with me, and I'll tell you what I get as I get there. I'll be your crash test dummy to tell you what's working and what's not working because I've been where it isn't working, and I'm finding a little success here, so try this. It's okay, and and you alluded to what I did with improved photography. It was the same thing. I started improved photography because I was an, a beginner intermediate photographer, very inexperienced, but I really loved it. Um, and I would just share things I moved along. And for the first year, it was a lot of information that was right and some that was wrong. And I would just say, hey, this is what I'm learning. Here are my photos. And people would tear them apart. Um, but now that I've been doing it for five years full time, uh, I'm, I'm a pretty respected photographer. And I can go speak at conferences and stuff. Uh, but I, was, I feel like I was always honest uh, with people where I was when I was there. And so I think that's why it works. That's exactly right. And in fact, I mean, talking about honesty, that's right to that point. I mean, it, my very first blog post, which the site will be live um, probably when this podcast goes out, February 1st, the site will be live, February 1st, 2015. So, um, but the very first blog post, I went ahead and wrote it right at the beginning. Um, and it's it's the first day, it's day one. And I'm I, I even put in there, here's how much I weigh today. Here's where I'm at. Here's my goal for the month. And you know what? On on February 1st, that'll be the day I have to weigh in for my first month goal. And on February 1st, I'm going to tell everybody, here's what I did. Here's how much I weigh. Here's here's what my goal was. I blew it out of the water. I know I'm going to blow it out of the water because I've already blown it out of the water for January. It's usually not too hard in the first month. Um, but I'm going to be completely upfront with everybody. Everybody's going to know that I'm going through this with them. And I think that adds a little bit of value. In fact, Jim, um, the blog was something I didn't want to put off. I didn't want to put it off until I'd succeeded. And that's why I jumped on it today. Like you mentioned, I'm in business school right now. I'm doing income school. I'm doing other projects on the side uh, for myself. And honestly, I don't have a lot of time. But I decided that if this is something that's going to work, it's something that I need to do while I'm in the process. And that, I think, gives me more credibility for what I'm doing. Yeah, I, but, uh, absolutely yeah. it does. You're right. But but back to your, your other question about the domain name, um, because I think that's an important process for people to understand. You're right. We the, the first thing that came to mind was it's all about the motivation. And so motivate or motivation or something like that needed to be in the domain name because, I mean, that's what it's all about. You know, if somebody goes and searches in Google, how do I stay motivated to lose weight? Uh, you know, I want to be when when people see motivateyourweightloss.com, they're oh well that site's all about that. Um, so that was important to me. Weight loss is important to me. So, some iteration of weight loss, losing weight, something. Um, I recognize that it's kind of long, but when I you know I started typing in some options, I you know I went to GoDaddy right, uh, GoDaddy.com. And I just started searching domain names. I started with I started with motivatedweightloss.com, and it was taken, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the nice thing, I mean, GoDaddy will recommend some other names that are available that are similar. Yeah, that's I don't think helpful. I, yeah, I don't think I took any of those other names, but it it got me thinking, right? Mm-hmm. And and really, you're right. Weight loss is a is a category that's got a ton of websites, but honestly, it was probably my second or third choice that got me to motivate your weight loss.com. Oh, that's awesome. And that's good that you found it that quickly. Yeah. I mean, it didn't take very long at all. And I mean, for, you know, on GoDaddy, it's not very expensive to register a domain name. 
I registered it for two years to save a few bucks because I'm confident that I'm going to keep this website up. Um, and I, I just set it up immediately. In, interesting, and, interesting point there. Uh, it used to be that Google would give you higher rankings in, in Google if you had, uh, had registered your domain name for a long time, like 10 years, I think, is the max you can do. Because Google would say, well, you know, if, you, if you've invested 100 bucks, you expect this domain to be around in, in 10 years. It must be an important site, so you rank better. Uh, and then it stopped doing that. But uh, you're, you're not buying it for that reason. But I just thought that I'd make that point because a lot of people wonder about that. That's a good. That's a good point, and that wasn't something I was aware of. I'm I'm pretty new to this, uh, you know, to the building a website space. My other businesses have had websites, but I mean, they they weren't like this. And honestly, I wasn't the person <laughs> responsible for them. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm still pretty new to this, and uh, I'm really excited. This, I mean, I've given you the background. That's where we are today. Like I said, the site is is going live in a few days. I've been working really hard to build up the site, make it look good and write the plan. And that's, that's what I felt like had to be up there. I have a 10 step plan, very simple. It's available on the site for free or will be in a few days. Um, and I felt like that has to be there. And, um, that, and, and a few blog posts about, uh, assorted topics around, you know, dieting and weight loss and, and fitness. But, um, that's where we're at today, and, and I'm just excited to get this launched in a few days. So I would say the, the two most crowded areas of the web are, one, personal finance, which is where income school is, and two, health, which is where your other site is. <laughs> Probably, I, I think it's safe to say those are the two most competitive areas. Uh, probably because they're so important to people that they're willing to put uh, put up a lot of money to solve those problems. When you're not in good health, you're willing to do anything to get back in good health. And when you're poor, you're willing to do anything to not be poor. Um, people are you know are motivated to learn fly fishing, but not like life or death kind of motivated. They just want to catch bigger fish. <laughs> so so these are competitive industries. And if you make this website as a journal, kind of watch me lose weight, there's no way this is going to succeed. And I know you recognize this, so I'm going to ask you about kind of your marketing plan or how you plan to get traffic to the website. I I get emails from people all the time with niche site ideas, authority site ideas, and, you know, they they say, ah, I thought of this awesome idea. In fact, I got one last week. I have this awesome idea. I've had this dream my whole life of fly fishing the entire United States, this, this email says. And I, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to get sponsors. I'm going to travel around the U.S. And I'm going to blog about my fly fishing all around the United States. And I thought, <laughs> uh, you know, because the way that this person was thinking was, Boy, is everybody interested in me. Have you ever met somebody like that? They like just wants to talk about themselves all the time and you just can't handle it anymore. People want to talk about me. What's that song? Want to talk about me? And <laughs> people <laughs> want right. to talk about themselves. Everybody's interested in themselves. And so nobody wants to go read your journal. 
of something. That's the website that's going to flop every time. In fact, uh, before we recorded yesterday, we sat down and we looked at a website that uh, uh, of somebody who's just really struggling right now, who's been writing for six months and is just not seeing results. And it's because you look at those results and it's like, here's my opinion on this. Here's my rant on that. This is what I think of this. This is what I think of that. And there's no value for me, the reader. I go to his website and I'm like, I don't really care what you think about that. I don't really care what you did yesterday. I don't care. I don't care. I want you to serve me. I want to feel like I'm a better person because of this. I want to have greater skills because of this. Heck, make me laugh. That's a service too. But I'm not interested in your life. And I don't mean that in, in a mean way. Uh, you know, it, it's just true. When you, when you go to somebody's website, of course you want information that's going to help you. If it doesn't, you're just going to move on. That's just true of anybody. Um, and so what are you going to do keep, to keep that from happening, Ricky? What are you going to do from, to keep that from happening on this website and, and get real traffic? Yeah, I think that's a really good point to bring up. And, you know, I think it's important that people see how it's working for me and how it can work for them. And because of that, there will be that slight journal aspect to it, but not overwhelmingly. In fact, as as far as personal updates go, I mean, it won't be like a weight loss journal. It'll be once a month, I'll come and give a report and it's either, hey, I hit my goal or I, or I didn't. And here's why. And so there will be that aspect to it just so that people can see how it's working and see that it's working. But the rest of the time, every other blog post is all going to be about how you can lose weight, how you can use this plan, how you can, I mean, how you can put it all together. Uh, weight loss is all about, and, and health, I mean, it requires uh, a change in the way that you eat and it requires a change in the way that you uh, exercise, right? I mean, those are really the two levers you can pull to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there's tons of information about that kind of stuff out there. And so what my site's going to be is a place where it kind of ties together with the motivation aspect of it. So, you know, every blog post is going to be focused on being motivated. And uh, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll review, I'll give my, you know, my opinion or give some reviews of, or, or try to make it you know, give a more unbiased review. So it's not so much my opinion, but, you know, compare different diets and compare different, uh, exercise methods. And you know, what, what are the, if you're, if you're 350 pounds, you're probably not going to do the same exercises that are being shown on some of the websites out there that just frankly, that's not what's going to work for you. So I'm going to try to provide the best information I can for people. Um, but mostly I'm just going to try to provide a great, product just this this the plan itself everything is kind of hinges on that plan and it's different from anything else that's out there i mean i searched around even some of these websites i told you about that um had the domain names that i first thought of man they're not even close what i mean the first one was it's like they're selling skinny pills you know mm-hmm. i'm like how how is that motivating for weight loss At, there are a million skinny pills out there. I've tried a couple of them. They don't really do anything. <laughs> I mean, maybe they do for you, but they, they didn't for me. They um, didn't for me. Yeah. So, I mean, how is that motivating? That's just another way to try to lose weight. That's not motivation for weight loss. So I, I'm just not seeing anything out there that really fills this gap. And so good content and a really good plan, that's that's number one. I think that's what's going to get keep people interested once they're here. Um, I'm not quite sure though, how I'm going to keep them 
coming back over and over again. Once they know the plan, you know, what is it that's going to keep them coming back? What kind of content can I provide that's going to make it valuable for them to come spend time on the website, you know, every so often? Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I, well, first let's hit on a, on a couple things about getting people there. And then let's talk about, about, about keeping that, that website sticky, keep getting people coming back to it. So, to get people there, one thing that we talked about as as you're finding articles is there are all there's all kinds of software out there for finding keywords, you know, articles that you can write about that are people are actually searching for the information. The one that I recommend is Longtail Pro, and it does a decent job. I feel better than Market Samurai. However, it's rare that I that I fire up Longtail Pro. Very rare that I that I that I bring it up, because Google's giving us that information. Google made a change, uh, you know, a year and a half ago or whatever it was, that they stopped giving us keyword data, but they didn't stop. You, we just have to search for it differently. So when I'm trying to find and you know things that I can write about, that so it won't become this journal log, things that will you know people are actually searching for this. What I want to do is first I decide. How big of a bite can I take? So your website's brand new. You just installed WordPress on your site. You know, you can take this tiny little bite of the web. You, you know, you're not a big fish. You can't take a big bite. And so if you write about 10 tips for staying motivated to lose weight, chances are zero that you will show up on the first page of Google. None. Zip. That cannot happen. You're too small of a fish right now. But if you write about... Um, you know, maybe 10 tips for men over 300 pounds to stay motivated, then yeah, there, in fact, there's probably not an article anywhere on the web about that topic. And so Google's going to give you the result, say, hey, kid, you're into the big leagues, you know. Uh, Google's going to give you the result and somebody's going to click on it because there are only 15 people a day that even try that and you're the only one with the on only article. And so you can write about that kind of, about that kind of thing. And then as your site gets better and better on Google, Google trusts you more and more. Then you can write about bigger, what we call the, the big head uh, kind of articles like how to lose weight. I mean, there are so many results on that. You wouldn't stand a chance now. But after you've built up a lot of, of results with the smaller keywords, Google's going to try you out for those bigger bigger articles. And so I, so first, that's, that's the first thing that I think about when I'm, when I'm writing an article is, can I write about the big stuff or not? And on some of the sites that I own, the answer is yes. My site's big enough. I can write about whatever keyword I want. There's a good chance I'm going to rank if it's a good article. And other sites that I'm just starting that I can really only take this little little bit out. It's got to be a small result. Okay, so I decide that. Then I just go to the google.com in the search box, you know, the little omnibox in Chrome or whatever, and I type, uh, I type weight loss, and I press enter. Then if you scroll down to the very bottom of the Google search page, you get this little thing that says searches related to weight loss. And you've seen this, uh, weight loss programs, weight loss supplements. It's giving you keywords. And so I'm going to click on uh, how to lose weight fast. And then that's still too big of a result for me. I can't write about that. Uh, but how to, um, how to lose weight fast and not become an anorexic. People are searching for that. That's why Google has it as a, as a suggested search term. And then how to lose weight fast in a week 
and not become anorexic. That's a search term. People are searching for it. And now we're to such a small uh, keyword that I just keep scrolling to the bottom and find those related searches. Now we're too small enough of an article that you can actually write about that and you're going to rank. And so that's the process that I go through every time I write, every time I have any of my, my writers write for any of the websites. That's the process that I go through. And so that's how... I feel that's the surest way to build Google traffic over time. It's not quick. This is going to take you six or eight months before you have any reasonable amount of traffic. But that's a business you can build up for years. Improved photography has been gaining you know, 15 or 20% in income every year. And it's because we've followed the sure way every time, not trying to take shortcuts we're doing what really works. It's like the skinny pill with losing weight. You know, you can try to take these shortcuts and, you know, stuff keywords and build links to your website and and whatever else, but this is a sure way. It's very unlikely to fail if you build it up slowly and provide awesome content by doing it this. Okay, so that's one way to get traffic is you know, is working the, the slow way building with Google. The other is Pinterest. Have you thought about, about something you might do with Pinterest to build traffic? I have, I have definitely thought about Pinterest. In fact, I went ahead and I, I set up a Pinterest account associated with motivate your weight loss. Um, I haven't pinned anything. I haven't created a board yet. Uh, Pinterest is something that I've not yet. I've never really dabbled in it, but I understand how it works. And yeah, I recognize right. you're just trying to look all manly, like, oh, I know, I what? know. <laughs> what's Pinterest? <laughs> and okay, secretly, okay. <laughs> after Julie falls asleep at night, you whip out your phone. You're like, let's look at all the pins. <laughs> There's some pretty cool stuff on there. I'll be honest. Um, Julie has Julie has shown me her account on occasion, and I mean, we looked at like, I'm a do-it-yourself kind of guy. Um, we looked at like. The really cool, uh, you know, the cool bunk beds that have like a, a desk and bookshelves underneath oh, for yeah, your kids. Oh yeah, build one of those. Man, there's some awesome designs on there that show you step by step. Here are all the board, here are all the boards you need. Here are all the cuts you make. Here's how you assemble it. And I thought, man, this is awesome. I'm going to build one of these. And so we've got some of those pinned on her account. Um, so I am familiar with Pinterest, and I do recognize that, especially in a niche like weight loss, there. I mean. I can definitely use Pinterest. I know there's some value in it. I just need to figure it out. I need to understand it a little bit better, and I need to figure out how I can use it to direct people to my site. Well, the coolest thing about Pinterest is you don't have to act your size of, of website. You know, like I talked about with Google, how you got to kind of take the small search result that's more niche that not a lot of people are searching for. On Pinterest, Nobody cares how big your website is. And it's not like Pinterest is not going to show your pin because you're not a very big website. Pinterest shows all the pins. And so it's like this great democratization of the web on Pinterest. And so if you're in a niche that it does apply to and weight loss, definitely. When I look at my, my Pinterest board of just the things that my friends are pinning, it's all skinny, pretty girls. That's it. That's all they pin. Uh, that and food. But it's like skinny, pretty girl, brownie, skinny, pretty girl, <laughs> cake. <laughs> That's all they have. Uh, 
So it's cool because you can write about the big search term on Pinterest. And if you make a great graphic, I, I recommend making the tall ones to match the Pinterest kind of motif, how it's, how it's laid out. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can write the, you know, something like uh, how, how real or 10, 10 weird tricks for real women for 10 real tricks uh, that help real women to lose weight. You know, something that's a little bit catchy like that. And you stand just as much of a chance of going viral viral on Pinterest does as health.com does. Because if your pin is good and once it gets, you know, if you can at least get it out to the minimum number of people, you know, maybe you're just friends that now 50 people have pinned it, that it's on enough boards around the web that it has a chance to gain some traction. Once you get to that, that acceptable minimum now, you stand just as good of a chance as, as going viral as they do. And so that is awesome. That, that, that doesn't exist in Google world. And so I love it because you can write about the niche topics to, to get you some traffic from Google. That's the, you know, the long win. This is like putting money in your mutual fund. But then there's also this other way that you can get big spikes of traffic quickly sometimes by just making cool content that's shareable and uh, then you start getting that those spikes. And guess what? Google notices those spikes and that a lot of people are pinning your website. Pinterest boards actually do really well on Google. And so you're, you're, it's going to help you all around. And so that's why what we've talked about many times on the podcast is kind of making your writing schedule that, you know, maybe three days a week I'm writing those niche topic articles and maybe two days a week I'm writing this one killer 3000 word awesome graphic post that's going to go viral something that's applicable to everybody and and so i i think a balanced approach like that could work really well for you awesome cool i can definitely work with that okay so keeping it sticky we 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 teased that a little bit what are you going to do to keep people on the site once they're there do you have ideas for that you know that's a great question and i don't have a lot of ideas for that i mean i i think that i want to you know, keep good content on there, content that is valuable enough that this, that the people that have checked it out, that, that really like the plan, that think it's a great idea. You know, I, I guess maybe I'm hoping that they'll feel some loyalty and some desire to, you know, follow what I'm doing because it's such a great plan, but you know, I don't want to count on that. So I could definitely use some thoughts, some ideas on how to keep it sticky. Well, kind of knowing your life situation and, and the amount of time you don't have to dedicate to, to this if, if it were taking a lot of your time, what I would probably do is I would just just uh, just say right now, I'm not making a product. Everything I do is going to be free, and I'm going to push people to affiliate products because if you look on Commission Junction, uh, you, know, you know you look on these big affiliate websites – there is incredible amount of money going into fitness products. And so go find somebody's product that you like, video training series, whatever it is. You use it yourself and just talk about it as you write. Boy, this screams affiliate site to me because product creation is a huge monster to create a, a digital product. And so everything you're talking about, you know, make an ebook, make the this plan for everybody. Do it and make it free. It makes you feel good about yourself. And then just as you're writing about stuff, just talk about the, the affiliate products regularly on your, on your website. And then people come, they find your, your, your information. They say, I, you know, you say, I really am using this and it's a pretty cool product. 
uh, then you don't feel salesy at all. You're just saying, hey, I like it. And people are clicking your affiliate links and you're earning money all along. Because otherwise, you've got to, you know, you get, you know, let's say you get 5,000 people from Pinterest one day and you're like, ka-ching! And then you get like 15 people on your email list. And it's like, oh man, this is going to take forever. And you build up this email list, which you need to do for sure. But you, but then you get down a year down the road and you say, okay, finally, I have 2,000 people on my email list. Now I got to spend like a, take a week off work and make this product. Then I got to sell it. And then I've got to spend an hour a night doing customer service. I, I don't care what product you do customer service will become an issue. It seems small at the start, but soon, I'm talking out of experience here because I've made this mistake so many times, you make a product, you put it out there, and then you realize three months later, oh no, I haven't published anything on my blog in three months because when I get on work, when I sit down to work, I spend all my time on customer service and I'm burned out and then I stop. And then I just like do things like, check my Google Analytics again and do you know, check <laughs> better refresh PayPal. You know, you're just doing things because you're kind of burned out. And so you waste a ton of time because customer service kills you. And so if it were me, I would probably forget the idea of doing a paid product, you know, maybe an ebook, you know, maybe charge them a couple bucks just so that they'll, you know, just so they'll take it seriously. But I, I, if it were me, I would say the monetization of the website should probably be affiliate. There are some killer products out there that have big commissions. Nice. Great. That's a great idea. I hadn't, I hadn't actually thought about, I mean, I thought about affiliate products and definitely thought that I would, you know, review products and talk about products that I use and, and link to those. Um, but I hadn't thought about that being the main source of income, but it certainly could be. Yeah, I think that's you, a great you know, idea. You were saying that you feel like there was a void in the in the motivation area. I think that's awesome. Make your site about that. Make make a an ebook about that. Whatever, but but make it all free. You know that's fine. And then just talk about other stuff. There are so many affiliate programs for health stuff that I think you can make it. Well, I know you can make a killing if you have, if you have traffic in this area, but then, but it also means you get money now because if you get a, a flood of 5,000 people that came through your website today, well, some of them are going to click on the affiliate link and buy. You don't have to wait, you know, eight months before you even start getting in, any income. That's fine. But, you know, it's fine to work that way. I don't think there's anything wrong. That's the model we're taking on income school right now. But, I think for you, hey, let's start saying a check rolling in, and then it's going to motivate motivate you to keep rolling on your website. Awesome. I like that. Well, we've talked about a ton of stuff. I'm excited to see the website. It's MotivateYourWeightLoss.com. And, Ricky, I'm really glad to have you on the on the podcast and looking forward to, to – uh, to getting back to everybody weekly with a lot more information. On the episode next week, we're going to talk about something uh, totally different. It's new for me, and it's probably new for a lot of you, and that's buying an existing niche site rather than creating your own. We're going to talk about how the investment is, is it safe, and a website that I just spent $33,000 buying in an industry that I know nothing about and why uh, I think it's, it was a good idea for me. So I'm excited to talk about that next week. Until then, listen to a little soft outro music. 
When you're serious about launching your website, check out Jim's free step-by-step tutorials at IncomeSchool.com. Income School is a production of Improv Photography, LLC. Any opinions expressed by guests and callers do not reflect those of Improv Photography, LLC. Results mentioned not typical. Some links mentioned are affiliate links where a commission is earned. Some calls simulated. Improv Photography, LLC is not a law firm and does not give legal or tax advice. Always seek the advice of a competent licensed CPA or lawyer licensed in your jurisdiction before making business decisions.